Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete, and with me is... A really sore Diane. Oh, boy. <laughs> so this is fun. It feels like it feels like it's been a long time since we've done this. Us two uh, together? Yeah. Yeah. So last week, you, you did a solo podcast. It was really cool. Solo. Um, it's, it's funny, because I've, I've been on my own for weekends. Actually, just happened this weekend, too. Mm-hmm. And you're always like, well, why don't you just uh, do a solo podcast? And it's like, oh, that's so hard to do. It's so hard to just talk by yourself. Yes. Um, and I was like, you have no idea. You don't understand. It's so hard to do it. I don't think I could do it. And then you just go and do it yourself. And then, wow. I'm so proud of you, though. Like, that was so cool. There were moments when I'd <laughs> be talking and I'd be like, so... We should have a. We should talk about this. And then in my mind, I'm like, "Well, that's that's you, Diane. Go." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it gave it you is. an opportunity to share your science and it did, uh, and kind of policies. practice my homework, basically. Yeah. And update. I actually did that presentation in front of a group of people. My real ten minute presentation, and it went yep. really well. Uh, they really appreciated the simplicity of it. And how well I was able to explain things in a very uh, easy to understand manner for people who didn't know what the topic was. Uh, so it was really good. So thanks for letting me practice and do really well. Yes, thank you, listeners. So BOPS, BOPS yes. method. See, now that it's I've model, listened to it, yeah. I can ask all the questions that yes. I would have asked yes. if I was there. But where did that come from? So it's an acronym. Yeah, I know, I know you explained the acronym, but yeah. who came up with this method? Oh, I don't Is know it? who came up with it. Oh. And how did you learn about it then? I learned about it in my previous teaching course. Oh. Yes, so they taught us that method. And it's just a really good method to use for anything. They make us do these 10-minute mini lessons, but you can do the same model for a whole lecture, which I'm prepping a lecture right now too mm. to do in a couple of weeks, and that is in the back of my mind too. Like, how am I gonna how am I gonna grab my audience's attention? How am I gonna make this relevant and interesting? And how am I gonna prep everything and then kind of do kind of a recap or a summary to make sure they've understood it? So you can use this model for a lot of different things. It just has a really dumb acronym. <laughs> I should find out if I can come up with a, a Bob's medal sorry, model to mm-hmm. talk about something that it, you don't know anything about, like a, a video game or something, and see if I could teach that to you. And yeah. if that would hold your interest. Because that's one of the fun things about this podcast is how diverse we actually are. Yep. Um, well, the whole point of the method is to figure out how to hold someone's interest. So you have to cater it yeah. To, yeah. to the people. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, uh, I was on my own this weekend, which was mm-hmm. which was fun. So Diane was away at uh, a Frisbee tournament, and I'm sure she's going to tell us all about it. I'm sure you have many, many stories, including why the hell do you have a rash on your leg right now? <laughs> what, what, what is that? Oh, are we going to intro with that? I don't know. That's the first thing that I noticed. So. Yeah. Um, so I was doing a warm-up. And they wanted us to start lying down on our stomachs and then pop up and do a sprint run as a warm-up. So just to test your reflexes and get you warmed up. And I lay down, and I lay down in this prickly bit of grass or weed or something. And I was like, oh, that's uncomfortable. But then I carried on. And this was at 
two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And then when I finally got to taking a shower, which was at eight o'clock that night, yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, there's a huge rash on my leg where so, that prickly stuff was. So were you wearing shorts or were you wearing like leggings? I was or wearing shorts. And you didn't notice during the day, not until later. Well, my shorts, it's like right above my knee mm. and my shorts cover down to my knee. And at no point during the day do I like check out my legs to make sure they're all cool. Oh, well, like, I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's difficult because you don't wear shorts. So, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I just, I just didn't notice it, but, um, it's not itchy. It's not inflamed. It's not bothering me. I, gave it a good wash in the shower. So I feel like it might just be a minor skin irritation from whatever prickly thing was on my leg. Right. So I'm just going to kind of ride it out and see how it goes. And Dr. Mom, who I just visited, Ooh. thought that was a good method or course of action. So Got to love, love Dr. Moms. <laughs> um, so I think my mom would good. say drink more water and that'll fix it. Um, drink, are you drinking enough water? Well, I think so. I have water yeah, so right in front right of you. Here. <laughs> yeah. Next to your cider, um, double, <laughs> a little bit of both. So I think I'm okay, but yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I may get it looked at, but it already looks better. So okay, excellent. So you just literally came in the door, and I'm like, okay, we're going to podcast because yes. because uh, I was struggling on my own on the weekend. I was like, oh, maybe I'll come up with something, and I got less and less motivated. Um, but I got motivated to do other things. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, it's really nice in here. It's sparkling clean, guys. <laughs> like, when you come home and your husband has cleaned your entire apartment and made peanut butter cookies. Yes, there's, like, nothing, there's nothing manlier than uh, giving something to your crush, like baking them cookies. Yeah. That, that's the manliest thing you can do. It's pretty awesome. Bake cookies. Husbands out there, pay attention. <laughs> a joke but to counter, <laughs> counterbalance that i've actually i actually uh Men we've been doing cookies. yeah oh yeah 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 of course i was a Kay. baker i was a baker for a long time so it's it's there it's in my blood and actually this i totally experimented i didn't follow any recipe this time you never follow recipes no but <laughs> but there's like one on the back of the craft peanut butter like yes. uh containers that tell yeah. you how to do it and that's just like throw sugar in and you're you're good it's like, no, no, I want to put something else. So there's like oats and there's some flour and chocolate chips and some eggs. So it was a total experiment and it looked like it worked beautifully. So that was cool. Anyway, to counterbalance the cookies, I also, we've been doing a bit of a fall cleanup here. And I did something that I should have done a long time ago is I totally cleaned out my toolbox. Um, oh man, that's a big job. Yeah. It's just full of all these random trinkets and stuff. So you'll see a little bit of it on the floor over there because I also washed out the bin and it's drying outside right now. So yeah, excellent idea. Pretty pretty productive, pretty productive weekend. Mm -hmm. But let's go back to you. Let's hear some stories. All right. Um, so we were playing in Kingston. I think my first, uh, observation, um, story team who really worked hard to organize all this, but we were playing at fields that were um, on the edge of the city of Kingston. Uh, so on the part of Kingston that's closer to Toronto, I guess that would be like the west side. And our hotel room was in Gananoque, which is outside Kingston on the east side. So there was a half hour driving distance between our fields and our hotel, which to me seems crazy because there must have been a hotel available in Kingston somewhere that we could have stayed in. Somewhere. This just seems like 
logistically, why were we half an hour outside of town? It was a half hour. Half hour outside like of town. Like half hour drive? Half hour drive on the highway. Oh. Okay. So that seemed like a bit much. I mean, they, I feel like they might have been trying to save us money. So they wanted to find somewhere cheap and maybe like last minute that was mm-hmm. the cheapest place that they could find. It just seemed a bit far. Um, it was fine for me. It was not so fine for the girls that stayed up late on Saturday night who had to then wake up at 6.45 in the morning on Sunday so we could get to our game. Yeah, and you, you sent me that text where I think it was 9, 9.20 p.m. on uh-huh. Saturday. You're like, oh, yeah, all the all the team's going out. They're going for drinks. Um, I'm, I'm going to bed. And I was like, wow. My wife is a party animal. May I explain this situation, oh, please though? Do. Okay. Please do. <laughs> So this is the other fun thing. After our games, we went and had team dinner. So we had some bonding time, which really wasn't bonding time because everyone's on their phone these days. And I'm like, well, I didn't have a chance to talk to anyone. But besides that, uh, then so we are the girls are York Ryerson. We team up together because we don't have enough females by ourselves. The boys teams, York and Ryerson, respectively, are just the boys. And the Ryerson boys uh, rented a cottage through Airbnb that was like 15 minutes away from our hotel, kind of in the bush somewhere. Um, That's really cool, actually. So, which is a really cool idea. And I think we're going to try an Airbnb someplace for our next tournaments, um, you know, just like a so, large space. It's so crazy you mentioned this. I'm sorry uh-huh. to interrupt. But no, this no, is, go ahead. This is how you can tell it's not a solo podcast anymore. Uh, I just heard about Airbnb uh, my boss was talking to me about it, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You've just heard of this? On Friday, like... Wow, okay. Friday, yeah, during the day at work. Nice. What and do you think of this concept? It makes a lot of sense. The mm-hmm. app is super smooth looking. He was showing it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a cool idea. I, I was kind of wondering. It made me think um, about my cousin who recently went to Cuba and all the weird... Uh, adventures he had where mm-hmm. people were not there or he was going to weird places where people had to show up with keys and things. Oh, it yes. made me wonder, did he use this app for that? Because <laughs> I don't think so. They didn't seem like hotels. They seemed like weird people you're just randomly staying with. And I don't know how you would just randomly meet these people. But I don't know. It sounds interesting. I'd be willing to try it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I always say I hate bed and breakfast, but... <laughs> This is not bed and breakfast. This is uh, you stay in someone else's place and they're not there. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cooler in a way. Um, And it's such a comparable price to a hotel. I think it's way cheaper. Yeah. Like they're showing 50 to $79 basically a night, which is very good. For like a big space and like a hotel room, you don't get like a kitchen and all that stuff. These places you'd be able to have a kitchen and be able to cook your own food. Um, and you know, I'm used to hearing that people, you know, stay at Airbnbs when they're going out of town or whatever, but these guys got a cottage, like a huge spot. I've only ever heard of it for smaller spaces, Yeah. but they got this huge place. So all like 20, 25 of them could stay in this place, like sleeping in beds, the floor, couches, wherever. Uh, so they wanted to have a party that night. So, um, and it was kind of like their rookie party. And all the Ryerson girls from our conglomerate team wanted to go. And they were all like itching to go. Um, they weren't quite sure how they were going to get there and back because it's 15 minutes away. Their initial plan was to Uber. Uh, however, Uber does not go into the bush 
outside of Kingston. <laughs> that was not an option. So they actually had some of the boys come down and pick them up and they were going to cab back to our hotel room that night. That was their plan. Uh, so this is okay. what, so this is what they're telling me as they're like, Diane, you should come to this party. Um, <laughs> I'm like, mm. that doesn't sound like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is not going to a bar to go drink. This is going a little bit weird. Um, plus the fact that last year we had rookies who vomited and I'm sitting there like, guys, I'm 28 years old. I'm way too old to be mothering 18 year olds who can't figure out how to drink. So you just totally <laughs> leave a weapon them and you said, I am too old for that. <laughs> well, yeah, basically we were driving and I was like, this situation that you're describing, this party, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> that's a, that's a hard no. Hard no. And they were like, oh, don't you party, Diane? I'm like, oh, I, I party. Oh, I go you out. Party, do you? We go drinking. Yeah. I have fun. I have, I, you know, I host birthday parties for Pete. I go to people's pretty good. house parties for New Year's Eve. And I have a drink and I have fun. And I'm not like a, a Debbie Downer. Like, please, you guys go party. I'm going to stay in the hotel room. Come back whenever. I don't care if you wake me up. Whatever. I just don't want to deal. You probably didn't wake up though, right? Um, it Did was interesting in? because, no, I forgot earplugs. Oh. I also, so I went to bed super early and I yeah. fell asleep and was like deep sleep. And for some reason I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning just because I think I was awkwardly lying on my shoulder and that's when they all came in. So mm. I just kind of lay there because it sounded like they had everything covered, but both girls came in, two of them vomited, two of them were taking care of them, oh, God. trying to feed them water, trying to feed, they, it was a clean vomit went in the toilet, so yeah, <laughs> it was fine. But so this is another thing. This is yeah. worth pointing out. You're like the oldest member in this group, right? Yes. And that's got to be so weird for you because you're probably used to hanging out. I mean, certainly with me and my crew and all that, you're used to hanging out with yes. people much older than you. Now yes. you're the old person in the group. I am. How does that feel? It's how was that for the weekend? <laughs> like you were driving them around and stuff too, yeah. right? Yeah. So I drive them around. Um, most of the time it's fine. Cause we're just, you know, talking about Frisbee, talking about like, you know, courses and classes. And I understand that and I'm interested in what they're doing and what they're studying. And that's fine. They do have some interesting lingo that's coming out that I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> can't quite follow or like, uh, bless is now a word that what's, we say. What's the context? How do they like, say bless? Um, like if you're getting something like, I don't know if you like have access to like really good foods, like you're blessed or something like that. Like you're blessed. Oh, so you, even the wrong uh, tense as well. Like it's not I think it's said just properly. Be, I think it's just blessed. And but it's like if you've got best? like a good situation no, or something cool, like is just always happening to you. Wow. You're blessed. I don't Religion's know. cool again, kids. Interesting. Um, like, I don't make a comment about it, but that that is there. And then there's the whole, um, like, drinking culture in university, which when I was in university, I didn't really participate in because I was like, that doesn't really appeal to me. And now I'm older and it still doesn't appeal to me. But it's almost like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you've just... Well, some, some people know. are just not... Are not uh, are not geared that way. And I, I was always that way too. Um, I certainly have, you know, drinking to excess. I think everyone generally experiences yeah. that at one point in their life. Mm -hmm. But 
I do remember when I was younger and uh, like, let's say 18 to 23 is like seeing the same thing where there's these amateurs who drink too much and they always vomit and they're always like just destroying themselves. And I've had Mm -hmm. some horror stories uh, of uh, people who've who drank themselves really, really bad and are mm-hmm. like throwing up on themselves and passing out and we thought they would die or something. Yes. I actually had some friends like carrying them into a shower and try to oh, gosh. clean him. <laughs> and I was like, that's just nasty. Yeah. See, so just not, I don't know. And I don't, I don't get it because I don't know, for me, I can have a couple of beers and I'm kind of, you know, loosened up whatever let's, and you have a good time let's be honest here you cannot have a couple of beers i can have that two would, that would be that too counts much. as a couple that's two <laughs> <laughs> over the course of like a four-hour evening oh, i can have two oh, okay yeah and you know you're you're loosened up and i'm still having a great time and i'm more chatty and whatever i don't need to like oh and they do this thing where they chug you're, smirnoff ices oh god that's so gross which they were like, that was my downfall. And I'm like, so why would you do that? <laughs> that was so, my downfall. <laughs> they're so sugary and they're so... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Worse hangovers. Yeah. And to mix that with, you know, beer pong and shots of something, it's like, what? Yeah, you're, you're just asking for it. And this is why yeah. it is. Like, it's the amateur thing. And that's the weird thing is that uh, that young people hit the hardest, worst stuff when they're just learning about alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Anyways, they should every, uh, really all colleges fresh week should just be like light beer or something. Like give them some time to adjust. Well, colleges <laughs> don't even condone alcohol. Well, of course not. Anymore, but they should like but... hide it somehow. I don't know. <laughs> the fresh people who set up these things um, teach your teach your children. Anyways, so I didn't <laughs> give them bread. They need a loaf of bread. When I was telling them I was not going, I didn't mention the fact that I didn't want to deal with. <laughs> first year vomit but Mm -hmm. that was a major reason that i also didn't want to go and i didn't want to be stranded in the middle of nowhere wondering how i was going to get home oh that's frightening and people were throwing up in the taxi on the way home oh lord so you know not just all of that is not a situation i wanted to deal with when i had to be up at 8 30 the next morning absolutely i agreed so that's why i passed on it and call me lame that's fine but i had a more enjoyable sunday (laughs) hmm well, I had a great Friday night, um, mm-hmm. as as all Friday nights, Field Processor, the band I am in, and hey, why don't we just plug them right now, intro and outro music to this podcast, check them out, fieldprocessor.com. Uh, we were doing our weekly stream, as we always do on a Friday, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. Uh, the week before, we had this guy come in who was really chatty, and usually we have a lot of people watching, but we don't really oh, this, know. this is on your video feed. Yeah, on our video okay. feed, on our live stream mm-hmm. when we're uh, playing music. But we've gotten this guy, he's really chatty, and he's like, you guys are awesome, next week I'm bringing friends. Oh, okay. And then uh, we respond with, well, we usually start at 10. Okay. Uh, we were a little late this time because okay. my brother was dealing with a uh, very angry, explosive daughter <laughs> that was taking a total fit at 9.50 p.m. Poor girl. Um. So he just grabbed her, threw him in the car, and drove off somewhere. I think he was doing the technique where maybe kids calm down when you drive. Okay. Or maybe it's just no one wants to hear this thing scream anymore, <laughs> so let's put him in the isolated uh, containment unit and take him away from the house. So everyone else can sleep. <laughs> so I started the stream on my own, or at least tried to, but uh, it's just so complicated setting up all the sound things. It's not like our podcast where mm-hmm. there's like one button to press. There's, mm-hmm. 
you know, 120. So <laughs> there's probably a good 20 minutes of me just like close up of my face, like looking at the screen, pressing buttons and stuff. Going. Oh, man, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. But eventually we got going and it was great. A lot of people showed up. It was uh, the first time the chat stream was just like full. Um, That's amazing. And all these people are just so... They're just so kind, and I think this is what we've realized, is we have a lot of viewers, but we don't know it because they just watch. Yes. You know? And it's not about them, which is a very different culture than uh, I think most people who stream are used to, because it's usually Mm -hmm. like, hey, pay attention to me, Mm -hmm. and there's this whole streaming culture about that. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people who are watching us just just watch, and there's even a point when I was like calling out to them, I was like, hey, guys. We're going to jam on a song. It'll be about whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Just tell me what you want. And then the stream comes up with, it's all cool. Whatever you want to do. And it's like, what? (laughs) I guess these Australians are just as modest as uh, as Canadians. Oh, that's awesome. I forget if I mentioned before they're from Australia. They're from Australia. Cool. Uh, And then one other guy said some other side comment about being in Australia or whatever. So we did a live jam and I said it was about Australia and it's about nothing and it's all cool. So, <laughs> and they were blown away because it's just like that free form riffing where we came up with a song about whatever they were saying. So that was a really fun night and a really late night, but really fun. Very cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job. So it all turned out in the end. Stefan came back and yeah. could get on with things. He did. And it was good because uh, I was not, getting anything to work i I need him to like show me while i videotape or something because yeah like step by step it is so complicated that you can't even write it down like he's got boards going into boards going into boards Uh and i can usually get things running but no microphones the microphones never work for me oh nice and could you imagine like when you're doing your solo podcast and that's like the one thing you can't get working yeah (laughs) that means there's no podcast like, Pretty much, yeah. There's, and I can't even be like saying to the stream, sorry guys, just figuring out why the microphones don't work. You just see a guy waving going, I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> and uh, looking very confused at the screen while uh, bass and drums and all these other things are going through. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you can check out those highlights on twitch.tv slash field processor. So, uh I have more to talk about, but I want to yes. make sure we, we hit up all the rest of your stories. Do you have anything else from this weekend? Um, well, how we did. <laughs> How'd you do? Um, so first day, we um, lost two games, 1-1. One, one. Um, so we had some some good play, and the one we lost, we lost pretty badly. Um, so we were trying to kind of rally on the second day, and the second day, we won our first game, lost our second game and came back and really dominated our third game. So I think, you know, we had some positive points and some uh, things to work on. This was also the first time that we've kind of played together everybody because we hold practices, but not everyone can come. And Ryerson has to come up from Ryerson to York to join us. So this is the first time really getting a chance to see everyone. And playing with someone or doing drills with someone in practice is way different than playing with them in a game. And me, I'm a handler, so I'm responsible for a lot of the throws and kind oh, really? of plays and stuff. Um, so for me, it's getting used to how fast people can run yeah. and how they like to receive a Frisbee. Like sometimes some people are a little bit timid, so they really need like a, 
uh, frisbee thrown at them that's not too bullet-like, like not too hard, wow. just so they can catch it. And they need it at kind of like, you get to know like the, the sweet spot for these people because yeah. some people, if you uh, throw a frisbee to lead them a bit, they're really good. Some people can't have it lead too far because they can't run and grab at the same time. Huh. Um, so it's a big like learning experience to playing with. That's cool. So that's kind of, people. that's equivalent to like the quarterback in football then, right? You usually have like three handlers on a line at one time. Yeah, but that's like, yeah. that's an important thing. Yes. Like the, I used Headers. to watch you all the time um, near the beginning of our relationship. So like mm-hmm. eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and your role tended to be more a defensive one. You're really good yeah. at what they called cutting, which is like yes. interrupting those shots and passes. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is you were often the catcher. You're always the yes. person that ran to the end and caught. So it's interesting to hear that you're now... My role has shifted. You're now on the other end. It's been an interesting transition. Um, I think it has to do with I am a little bit older player. Yeah. Um, so we have some young people that are really quick, ah, um, which, so is, they can run which is awesome. So they can do the running. You usually put the beginners as cutters. Because they can run, catch the disc, throw yeah. it back to you, and you can reset. So they are called cutters. They all call, they're called cutters, all yeah. Right. Handlers and cutters. Um, so I think it's part of that where I've kind of switched more of a handler role. But even in my teams over the summer, I've kind of taken over more of a handler role as well. Just because, yeah, we've got new blood, new people coming in that are doing the cutting. And I've learned how to be a handler because there's different um, cuts and strategies to being a handler. And I've just been kind of kind of morphed into that role and I used to be afraid of it because you're kind of like there's a lot of pressure Absolutely. when you go to pick up the disc right it's like okay this is your play yeah. if you screw up then the disc is down and it's a turnover no i know i mean i felt the pressure <laughs> when i was first dating you i was like hey you like this frisbee thing and then you're like it's not called frisbee it's called ultimate because that's a brand and it's like okay <laughs> so you like throwing these plastic discs why don't we go to the park and do that? And you're like a way better thrower than me. It was so embarrassing. It was just like every time it was my turn to throw at you, I was like, okay, I got to I gotta <laughs> do a good impression as a potential boyfriend. And as a man, I need to do this right. And I was just like, I'd throw it into a tree or into the bush. And you're like, okay, I'll get it. And just like, oh, I suck. But I had Hilarious. so much fun. I love throwing frizzies with a partner. And I don't yeah. always have one. I love it. I know, but it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those examples where you just totally destroyed me. Um, so I enjoyed it. I had some good, had some good moments and good parts of the game and I was definitely cutting off a lot of, uh, potential passes. There's some people that got away from me, so got some things to work on, but I think it was, it was fun and you don't realize how hard you worked until you sit in a car and then stop sitting in the car and you're like, oh my goodness, my legs. Yeah. You're going to hurt for a while, eh? Maybe a couple of days. So that happened to me this week. Um, I'm really glad that you mentioned this in your solo podcast again. It was it was nice to hear how much you appreciated the uh, planner box I built the for you. The planner box, yeah. Um, but the yeah, collecting, cutting, delivering, uploading back up here, and then assembly of that all over those two days. Uh, yeah, that was actually quite strenuous, and I didn't really realize it because. It was just like one of those things was like, I need to get this done and I want to get this done. Mm-hmm. 
Well, even I noticed, like, just helping you, like, put the wood on the cart the next yeah. day, like, my shoulders were super sore. Yeah, I was just feeling it a lot in my like legs, that. which is probably good. That means I was lifting properly. Yeah. Uh, legs and knees area. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit, yeah, in the arms, too. So that was a, that was, that was a good workout. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very happy that you publicly explained how much you loved it because i wasn't sure if you did also because i ran away as soon as i finished it I, like, <laughs> oh, I gotta go i got my social excursion yes no i like it and i think it is uh working well and serving its purpose of like kind of keeping all of my pots in like one section now which it is really seem, helpful yeah it seems much more organized um, and it's got them i think the reason I had my pots kind of spread out is because I was trying to get them in the optimal sunshine Sunspot, area yeah. and now they're elevated. So now the balcony isn't blocking them from sun yeah. at any point. So now they're at a nice spot and they're kind of further back. So I think this is like an ideal situation for these Sweet. plants. So I think it's going to work out super well and I'm really excited for next season when I can yeah. put a bunch of, of pots there. And yeah. And really, we'll, really and we'll, uh, we'll explore adapting it to what we need. So like insulation, possibly, I don't know, something for our compost bin for the, Mm -hmm. what what kind of worms are they called? Brown worms? They're red worms. Red worms. Yep. They're the ones that eat up all the organic waste. Yeah. Our own little compost bin. Mm -hmm. Compost solution for a apartment in Toronto that does not have a green bin program. Way to go, Toronto. Yay. It's actually the apartment's fault. Way to go, apartment. (laughs) Actually, I'm not surprised at all. Neither am I. There's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's there's still a unidentified yellow substance sitting in the stairway that hasn't yellow. been cleaned yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now that's which we think is pee. <laughs> that's yeah. Perhaps dog pee. We're on uh, day six. Something like that. Day six of mm-hmm. that being there. This mm-hmm. will be a fun little countdown. See how long that lasts. Yep. It doesn't smell. It's just there. Not yet. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. Um, yeah. So is that about it for your... That is my Frisbee. So we have another tournament, uh, this coming weekend in Hamilton. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be fun. So one more, um, uh, recent news that I wanted to throw in. Uh-huh. Uh, you did mention, you know, parties and going out drinking and all that. Yeah. I did want to mention that you are a bit of a socialite and party goer because, uh, as we always do, September... It wasn't the first weekend, but the second weekend of September, we did our annual pub crawl. Yes. With, uh, with, with my cousin, I guess, and mm-hmm. usually a few other people, but it was just him. And this time we only made it to one pub. So. And not because we were too inebriated to go anywhere else. We just decided to keep it chill this year. It was also storming that day. Yeah, it was actually. It was apparently, really apparently it was a crazy storm while we were inside and I didn't even notice. Nice. We just kind of appeared and we're like, oh, it's kind of wet and drizzly. <laughs> yeah, it's like raining a little bit, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everyone was talking about how crazy the storms were that weekend. And hmm. I know it like knocked over a bunch of things. I think it was more outside of Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. It was more intense. But anyway, yes, you can bring on your, your game. See, I have fun. I just have moderate appropriate amounts of fun. That don't involve vomit. Oh, my God. <sighs> I texted my brother. I'm like, well, we're two for two. In <laughs> 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 <And> Ricky vomiting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going next weekend. Next weekend, there won't be a party because we're going to Hamilton. So we'll probably drive there and come back in one day and there won't be any but overnight. it's the hammer. There's always a party in Still hammer. Still town, probably. But we are, the last tournament is Montreal. 
So there may be a party that night, which we may be in an Airbnb all together and I will not be able to avoid it. Hmm. Maybe I'll just go in a corner <laughs> and be like, guys, let me sleep. Well, bring your earplugs next time then. I will. I will. So speaking about games, well, this yes. is what I'd like to talk about this week. Uh, and it's not necessarily due just with games, but there's been an interesting thing that I've noticed. And this is... Uh, this has been something that's been affecting me for like the last couple months. Okay. And this is a true first world problem. Okay. I'm going to share this with you just so no one gets like all concerned for a second here. Okay. It's a weird form of depression that I'm trying to explore and understand. And I'd like to share this with you. And okay. I'd love to hear your feedback. Sure. But have you ever experienced something so amazing and awesomely cool <laughs> that when it was over... Uh-huh. You're kind of sad. And it's like you can't find the thing to replace that was so good. And this has happened in two things for me recently. Okay. Uh, one, it was I was playing this video game called The Witcher. I know you've seen me play it. I play it through twice. It was crazy. And that's like a 100-hour game. Um, epitome of amazing, whatever, graphic showcase, mm-hmm. storytelling, everything that's great, uh, or you could do in that uh, avenue of video games. Mm-hmm. Nothing has come close to it since, mm-hmm. to the point that I'm actually disinterested uh-huh. in in new releases. I've not like bought mm-hmm. a game in a very long time, and it's like everything I pick up and it's like, uh, mm-hmm. this is this isn't very good. Similarly, uh-huh. Parks and Recreation. Oh my uh... goodness, <laughs> love that show. We've watched it maybe three times yeah. through. All mm-hmm. five, six, seven, seven seasons, six, seven seasons. I don't know. And uh, we're trying to find a new show. Office yeah. was pretty good, actually. That that hit the spot. Yes, that was great. Um, and we Very tried uh, Brooklyn. We tried Futurama. Recently, we tried. Uh, we we actually signed up for Show Me, and we were like, "Hey, Thirty Rock." That's like Tina Fey. That's Amy mm-hmm. Poehler's best buddy. Maybe this will be similar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've watched like eight episodes. I am so disinterested in that. It's oh, not really? hitting the spot for me. Oh, I might watch a couple more. What do you think? Um, I might watch a couple more of that. Um, I want to... So You're not I, feeling what I'm feeling though, eh? Not for this. I do have a parallel, which okay. I think I can, can please, explain. Please share. Um, Frosh Week. So I went to the University of Waterloo. It's my first time away from home. Mm -hmm. They have all these activities all week long. You're meeting new people. Everyone is just down to meet people and have fun. They have all these activities planned. It's like the greatest week ever. And then it ends and you don't have that anymore. And suddenly you're on your own. You're going to classes. And I got super lonely. Yeah. Um, This is before I met you. Yeah, this is before you met me. Wasn't sure what I was going to do. And that like definitely ended in like a, a not so great place, which I got out of, but, um, <laughs> it's allowed. I, I definitely can agree because you're just on this like high yeah. and you're like, university is going to be so fantastic. And then you get to courses and you're like, nobody I met during Frosh Week is in any of my classes. They weren't in my program. Yeah. I don't see these people anymore. They don't have my labs. And suddenly you're by yourself trying to make friends in like an hour class at 8.30 in the morning. And it's, it, is a, it was a huge downer. And I had a lot of trouble first year. Bounced back, but it took me a while. And it's such a bizarre thing because it's like getting something awesome 
is kind of a negative. Like, <laughs> I don't get that. And it's just so sad when it's over. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It's I, such I a totally bizarre understand thing. that. It's such that a bizarre, feeling. it's a bizarre mood I'm in right now. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't help that, you know, I can't find anything to, to replace it in those two medias anyway. Yeah. I'm very disinterested in movies uh, recently. Uh, and yeah, all these TV shows we're trying to watch. It's just like, man, I'd almost just rather, let's just watch Parks for the fourth time. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, but that's like, that's weird. It's weird that I can't move on beyond that. For like, a, for like something like a TV show, it seems odd. Yeah. But, but understandable. I mean, <laughs> it's not like, oh, we have, we like built such a bond with, Parks and the, yeah, Rec, though, and the characters with and the characters and everything, and even like you know, the the stories. Like, there's some pretty strong relationships that we would be like, oh, they get along so well about their crazy little things that they do, and we're like, we kind of have crazy little things sometimes, and that yeah. like you know, kind of solidified that bond. And it was just nice to like sit back and like, are you just missing like, like we chill out. But we just like laugh so hard when we watch that show. Yeah, it, well, yeah, and it just hit the it hit it so perfectly. It's a show yeah. that I think both of us enjoyed so much. Yeah, and yeah, there's there's laughs in that show. That, like there's physical comedy in that show. Mr. Chris yeah. Pratt, my goodness, that's some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen someone fall over. Yeah, like probably since Kramer back in the day. You know, in Seinfeld, he was like the other big physical comedian but like since then i've not seen anyone like fall down and make me laugh so much Mm -hmm. in so many different ways Mm -hmm. and consistently (laughs) like sneezing and smacking your face into the wall and then falling (laughs) off of a rotating chair is an all-time classic scene and that's hilarious and then there's a scene where he's in a hospital and he's trying to get away from paying his hospital bills and he runs out of the hospital and falls into an ambulance and then he calls for an ambulance but not that one because he just ran into it. Yeah, hilarious. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's it's such a weird feeling. I'm trying to compose and understand it, and that's why I thought it'd be a fun thing to talk about this mm-hmm. week. Because it's like I don't entirely understand why this is bringing me down. It's like I've just yeah. enjoyed something so much. Yes. And there's kind of a weird gaping hole now. <laughs> I, and, don't, uh, I don't. I don't know how to. Fix I got it. really excited recently too because it's like there was this big update for The Witcher recently. It was mm-hmm. like mm, new patch things that popped up on my screen. It's like, oh yeah. great, I love this game, man. Oh, I'll be so mm-hmm. good to go in there again. And it's like, oh yeah, fix some missions. And it's like, oh good, I wasn't able to finish this mission before they fixed it. So it's like, boom, mm-hmm. finish the quest. I get some little more story. It's like, mm-hmm. oh that was great. Done. <laughs> oh, I've done. I've done everything. That's everything. It's all done. How did I do that? I don't know. I don't uh, really know how to how to fix it. Is there like... And I don't even think... It's not like you have some kind of other stressor in life that's really adding to this. Is there like... Stressor? I know, like I know it's like super... Like is there something else in life that is just making this ending to this show or this game that much more of like a big deal? Oh, that kind of thing like mm. like you're super busy at work yeah but is the fact that you don't have this like release or this like really fun relaxation at home like just that much more terrible because you're so busy at work and you just want to like have this thing when you get home 
Well, the the twist on this conversation is actually both of these things are starting to remedy themselves. Oh, okay. I did want to explore this more. Cool. I think last weekend actually, which is when I was really in the height of it. Mm-hmm. But I I did find potentially things for both of these that I and I'm enjoying. Okay. Um, the the PlayStation Four right now is kind of a piece of. Sh- it's it's really sad. Uh, He's just marking down the time because <laughs> thirty nine fifty. There's going to be some explicit warnings. Yeah, I got two two cuckoo clocks in this episode. <laughs> yeah. um, and this is maybe a side thing, but like recently, Sony's been like really dropping the ball on their marketing and planning for this console. So they just released a new console to replace what I have. It's like it's a little faster. It's a little better. It runs on 4K, and it's just like, what are you doing? Why are you... They made basically an iPhone 7S right now, a slightly better version of what you've already bought. And it's like, why are you doing that? That's annoying. Uh And at the same time, everything that is cool that I'm looking forward to has been delayed. Delay, delay, delay. Uh, Uh, Into next year, February, there's supposed to be a bunch of cool games that are supposed to come out, October, Mm -hmm. November and September, all of them got moved to next year. And it's like, so there's like nothing now to look forward to. So that's kind of sad. Whatever. That's a bummer, yeah. So basically, I've not really used it at all. My my main favorite console now is my portable Vita. And actually, I found a game on there that I am enjoying very much. Okay, so that's helpful. And yeah, it's been occupying a lot of time. We'll talk about that some other time. Okay. I feel like this is too much game talk already. (laughs) Similarly... Let's start a new section for our podcast. Let's call it like TV time or something. Oh, cool. Sure. Um, where we can talk about uh, whatever TV we're watching. Because we usually right. follow a series and it would have yes. been great or exciting if, uh, for example, when we started The Office, we did it a little bit on our podcast where we talked about bits and pieces. I think we spent a lot of time on the finale. Yes. Um, I think we should choose a new show. Okay. Um What's your pick? I was enjoying CK. Uh, oh, Louis. yes. Yes. We saw one episode of that. And since then, I've had so many chocolate milks with those stupid cartons. Yeah, it was a joke in and the first like, episode. It's so difficult to open them. <laughs> yeah. And he makes a joke about that, about how he has to help kids open their cartons all the time. And like, I'm a 28-year-old and having serious difficulty with like every single carton since then opening it. So mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with, with checking that out. But it might be fun mm-hmm. as a podcast if, you know, we allowed our listeners to sort of follow along with us. So, Oh, like what episodes we're on or what we've watched this yeah, week? Yeah, so kind of if you are a subscriber of Show Me, and wow, there's a free plug for you. Um, watch watch Louie with us. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can talk about the next two, three episodes. Cool. Yeah, let's do that. So... You want to make that or Nice. Let's do it. All right. CK. Note here. In the meantime, we're also catching up on Dragon's Den because they just put the new season on TV. Yeah. What season are we watching now? I think it's 10. 10. Wow. Yeah. Season's 10. Um, if it's not season 10, it's the season where they now have two women on the show. Yeah. That's been really cool, actually. They are badass. I like them. Yeah. They're because they're younger. And so, you know, the networks are happy because it's like, oh, they got sex appeal and all that. But uh, they're 
they're providing something very interesting, and I noticed that at the beginning of season 10, is you have this guy, uh, Jim, what's his last name again? Uh, Tre Living. Treveling. He owns Boston Pizza. Yeah, Boston Pizza, Mr. Lube, mm-hmm. and, well, probably tons of other little businesses, but mm-hmm. he's one of the biggest uh, Canadian business people. Um I remember looking at some gallery, and he was actually pretty comparable to some, like, American moguls, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He's North American West. Um, There are, of of course, some bigger ones in the States, but it was was nice to see. He's he's top-notch. Anyway, he's been in the business a long time. He's, like, 67 now or something. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. Like, he's well beyond. He should be retired. And he's been on Dragon's Den for... If he said 10 years, so he's been there mm-hmm. for a decade and he's been in business for, you know, much longer than that, yep. 50 years or something, because mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably started when he was 15. I don't know. Well, he was, he was a Mountie first. He was a police officer oh, right, first, right, so right. it wasn't quite that long, but it was a pretty, it's a pretty long time. Yeah. Basically yep. he's been doing it a long time and then you get these like new girls come in Yep. and you can tell already there's some budding heads here because he's old fashioned and he's like, yep. Old Let school. me tell you how business runs, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, no, uh, business has changed. And I love, uh, yeah, the best example was... Um, it's crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing and like an, something like an Uber model. Yeah. And they were trying to promote a delivery company for for the city, kind of as a following an Uber model. And Jim Trilliving is like, no, it never works because you can't just have random people delivering stuff because they don't do it properly and you have a brand to maintain. And then one of the uh, new women, Michelle Romanow, is like, no, no, it totally works because you have a rating system. If someone doesn't deliver your product properly and your customer is unsatisfied, uh, you tank their rating and you never use them again. Yeah. And they don't get to be part of your, you know, growing delivery system. No, but it was it was a very interesting uh, argument though because if if someone is your employee they are representing your company mm-hmm. and when someone's like a uber driver me as a customer i can have a bit of a separation there yes so if i get like a terrible driver it's not like i go oh uber is terrible it it, it was slow it didn't show up on time mm-hmm. uh your your drivers were smoking in their car and listening to uh, Virgin Radio 99.9 and it was the most horrible music I've ever heard in my life. That happens all the time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's not reflecting Uber for me in that case where Trevling is making the argument that if you're if you're getting a delivery from Boston Pizza, I think they're proposing some kind of delivery model for rest, restaurants, I think it was. Uber yes. for delivery for restaurants. Yep. And he's like, if they're delivering Boston Pizza... And they're slow, and they don't meet our timelines or our requirements. Mm-hmm. That's bad for our business, and they represent our business, and mm-hmm. that's not going to work. So I actually see his side, and yes. I also see the side where everyone's jumping on whatever the latest craze yep. is, and it's like, oh, Uber is a big deal, so we're going to make our version of an Uber. We're going to make it, yeah, delivery service. It's the most obvious thing, and uh, it's not a multi-million-dollar idea. I think it was way over priced whatever they were trying to it was, buy it, for it. There's heavy competition too. Because if that thing took off just a little bit, mm-hmm. Uber would be like, hey, we got the infrastructure, we got the drivers, guess yep. what? You guys are doing deliveries too, mm-hmm. if you want to. And boom, we got millions of people doing it. And yep. You've already immediately shut down the competition. <laughs> because, Pretty much. Because you got a 
better infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't do that. Absolutely. So it's been interesting it watching be interesting. The, the dragons interact. Um, I am also really enjoying Joe Mimram, who is the creator of Joe Fresh, mm. just because he's... He's such a quiet, soft-spoken man. Yes, and he... Yet he'll insult you so hard. 10-letter words. It's yeah, really great. Yeah. He uses these really um, eloquent... He has a really eloquent way of speaking by yeah. just saying your idea is crap. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it translates to. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's, he's a delight. I, I quite enjoy this, um, the chemistry between all the, all the people. All right. So for next, next week's TV time, Mm -hmm. we will do Dragon's Den and a little bit of Louie. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. I like it. Well, this is good. This has been a very productive episode. Nice. This is fun. I'm glad we got to fit this in on my way home. Yeah, Absolutely. So I think we should wrap this up because this is actually one of our longer episodes. Wow. And, uh, okay, I already plugged the band, fieldprocessor.com. Yes. So we plug our website, ordinaryday.ca, where you can download all of our episodes. Yeah, or uh, you can or listen. subscribe listen. to us on yeah. iTunes. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think I've set up Google Play yet. i got to do that. Mm. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And also send us an email, ordinarydaypodcast at gmail dot com if you want to you know ca oh wait no gmail.com sorry yeah email.ca <laughs> i totally confused you there you're right ordinary day like, podcast oh my gosh gmail. i've been saying dot com i apologize like 30 episodes <laughs> this I is apologize. why no one emails us now uh yeah so if you want to um you know shoot us an email about your thoughts if you're following our our tv or just you just want to listen just listen absolutely i would love to hear from anyone who has got any comments about first season louis or 10th season dragon's den yeah (laughs) send it our way we will share those um as we go through it as well yes but until next time we will take one more for the the road road.